G'day, welcome to the Hidden Wire podcast, episode 894. Today I'm talking about five tips to get over creative block. I hope you enjoy. Cheers. G'day guys, welcome to the Hidden Wire podcast. Lee Martinuzzi here with you as usual. Today is not a guest uh, speaker. I am just going to review a blog post, a guest blog post um, that Sabrina has reached out to me uh, via the Hidden Wire and suggested that this blog post of hers would be very relevant to our audience, and I feel it is definitely relevant. And it's actually a little bit of a theme. I've got another guest blogger who's shared um, some inspirational quotes, and it's again all on the theme of helping us overcome creative block. So if you're a creative type, uh, most of us are creative types. I think some of us just practice it and choose to practice it more than others. But I think we've all got this creative flair within us, and we can all uh, express that in our own ways, whether that's through our occupation, through our art, through performance, whatever it might be. Um, I think expression, self-expression, true self-expression is essential for living a fulfilled and happy life. So this is definitely relevant for me, a bit of a creative myself, trying to juggle career, my career in real estate, as well as doing this work, writing, speaking, content creation is sometimes challenging and finding the, the space and the time to really dedicate to creative work is challenging. And when you limit that space and when you limit that time, that can certainly, um, I feel, create a little bit more um, friction with creation, uh, creative block. So I think this is very relevant, guys. I'm not going to read the blog word by word. I'm just going to flick through it. Um, they are five. There are five tips to overcome creative block. So the first one that she discusses is break it down into small chunks. And I think this is relevant for anything that we choose to tackle, whether it's a goal that we want to achieve this year, whether it's our plan of attack for today. If we break things down into smaller chunks, we are more likely to achieve it. And that's the same with creativity too. I think rather than planning for, like let's say we're just writing a book, which I am planning to write another book, I'm just still trying to focus on releasing my last one that's written, uh, which hopefully will be out soon. But writing another book, it's easy to say, well, this is this is what I want, but then how do I get there? It seems like such an overwhelming task. So to break it down into small chunks that is more manageable will help you move forward with a little bit more ease as well. So that might be breaking it down into, okay, well, this is what I want it to look like, the flow of it. It might be part one, two, and three. And then these are the chapters that are going to fill each part. And then what does each chapter look like that? You could break that down and maybe there's going to be you know certain paragraphs within each chapter. And then you can tackle that piece by piece. I think it's a great way to to achieve anything. And and you know, breaking your day into small chunks is certainly a very easy thing to do to help you achieve more. And that just means by blocking out time in your calendar. And the calendar is definitely, or diary if you still use a diary. Calendars and diaries are very useful tools. Uh, for your overall productivity. And I think if you're facing creative block um, and trying to meet a deadline and overwhelming yourself with the bigger picture task, it's it's it sometimes can be a little bit daunting and, and can sometimes contribute to that creative block. So by breaking it down into chunks, that might just assist um, with you getting on with the job. Writing down your thoughts, I think that's very important as well. Um, most of our ideas are not original and a lot of people have talked about that in this particular blog. She she shares a quote by Steve Jobs, and he said, when you ask creative people how they did something, they feel a little bit guilty 
because they didn't really do it. They just saw something. And that's pretty true, yeah? Like all our ideas and our inspiration come from what we're exposed to. And so sometimes I think with creative block, um, and this is not aligned with what she's saying here, but with creative block, sometimes it's just a matter of going out there and, and seeing more things, looking at different things, maybe changing the topic. So if you're looking again to write a book, maybe instead of looking at that particular topic that you want to write about, um, go play a game of tennis. Do something else um, that just changes um, the environment, changes where your thoughts are at because different thoughts, different exposures uh, will help you know your creativity overall. So I think with her, what she's saying here is write down your thoughts. So um, rather than leaving all your thoughts bottled up in your head, sit down, give yourself some time. Again, it's a time thing, but give yourself some time, whether it could be daily or weekly, where you can just write down thoughts that you have. A lot of people uh, carry around a notebook, so when they get a thought, they can write it down. Some people leave a notebook next to their bed so they can write down their thoughts. I know a, a fan of mine, James Altucher, he's got a great podcast, and he says, you know, the idea machine, he writes down 10 ideas on a particular topic every single day. Now, they might be absolutely rubbish ideas, but the, the the practice is just writing them down, getting them down on paper so you can release those thoughts. And that can then sort of clear up some space for more creative flow. And just on that too, I read a book, um, I can't think of his name right now, but he wrote about um, Einstein, I believe. And what it was is, is how he used to um, combine ideas uh, from one field to another. And then the integration was what sparked some really innovative creativity. So writing down your thoughts, guys, and um, trying to stimulate those thoughts by different things as well. And that sort of leads on to the next one, which is a look for a change of scenery. I certainly think um, the change of scenery piece, again, is about stimulating different thoughts and different ideas. Um, so that's, you know, like I said before, going out and playing a game of tennis, maybe changing your workspace rather than working from the office every day, which is pretty typically guilty of what I do. I sit down in my office and work in front of my computer, taking it outside, you know, switching it up a little bit just to, to change the scenery can definitely help stimulate new creative ideas. I really like that. Look for changes. It's actually, it's essential for your mood too. And I don't know if, you're, um, if you've noticed this yourself, but if you're feeling a little bit glum, you're feeling a bit down, um, the, the worst thing you can do is stay in that environment where you're feeling that. The best thing you could do is go out there. And I certainly know when I've felt down or when I do feel down, going for a swim or getting out there, going for a walk, doing something different certainly can change that. And um, it can really dramatically change your mood quite quite quickly. So really thought, uh, really good idea, changing scenery. Do some creative exercises. Now, this is something that's quite new to me and she shares a few different creative exercises here um, and this is one that she shares which was uh, what Ernest Hemingway used to write and there was a um, creative story in six words and so this is an example for sale baby shoes never worn so it's just about sparking a bit of thought by trying to come up with a creative story in six words and that's a interesting exercise but again it's just to try and stimulate a little bit of um, creative flow there is another one here that she talks about, um, complete the incomplete figure. This is for artists. So they say, you know, just do a random line on a bit of paper and then try and make a, a, a picture out of it. So different ideas for different fields, I suppose. I know as a, a writer myself, one that I sort of use is when you're sitting there and you're going, what can I blog about? What can I write about right now? I think if you just start typing about any thought that you have right in your head at right that moment and just write on that thought, 
from there, you'll be surprised what can come out and what can flow. Um, so that's one that certainly I have used in the past where I'm just sitting there going, hmm, what can I write about? And then just by starting typing, the first thought that comes to mind flows onto you know uh, that 200-word, 500-word piece about, I don't know, um, personality or productivity or something like that. It's really interesting. The next one and the final one is meditate regularly. This is a um, practice that I absolutely love and recently am guilty of not having done enough. Um, but meditation, and it's been proven, and she's got links here to Harvard University um, research that says it's really good for boosting um, benefits like improved problem-solving capabilities and cognitive flexibility. It's really stimulating for the mind. It's really good for stimulating new thoughts. And that can be just 10 minutes a day. So just try and find a um, a practice, a meditation practice that can allow that space. And that can really help um, just clear the mind, I suppose, and allow new thoughts and creative processes to flow through. So guys, there you go. There is five tips to get over creative block. Check out the article, episode 894 at thehiddenwide.com and um, feel free to share your thoughts. Cheers. Peace. Passion. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, guys and girls. That is my solo rant for this week. Guys, I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've received some value. Guys, it is my goal. It's my wish that each of these episodes that I do, you are left feeling a little bit more inspired, perhaps even a little bit more educated. I want to really share with you my thoughts, my perspectives, the things that I'm learning, perhaps even some tools and practices that can help you transition from a life with unease, a life that is sufferable, a life that is maybe filled with hate or regret, to a life that is beautiful, a life that has a deeper sense of joy and happiness present at each moment, regardless of the pleasure or pain that you might be experiencing in that given moment. Guys, if you love The Hidden Why, if you love what I'm doing here, you can support the show in a number of different ways. Firstly, you can subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to my newsletter at thehiddenwhy.com. If you have the time and haven't already, you can leave us a review on iTunes. It's a one to five star review with a quick comment. You can also connect with me, guys. I love your feedback. I love your suggestions. I love your comments. So connect with me at thehiddenwhy.com. You can leave comments in any of the show notes that you listen to there. You can also reach me directly through my email address and then in any of the social media platforms available there. You can also support the show by using the Amazon links within each of the show notes. And that does help support the show. Guys, that's really it. Other than that, go out there. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose. And in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. You will discover a life with greater meaning, freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Thank you.